Now dig this, Matt. Y'all know I love stationery. Y'all know I love to take notes. I love to write. I love to write on paper. I love to write notebooks. Matt, what'd you get me for Christmas this year? I got you notebooks and pens and organizers. Correct. I love it. Uh, And I find that it genuinely helps me remember things better as opposed to typing them or like putting them on a, like a text file or whatever, actually writing something down physically helps me a lot. It helps me organize my thoughts. It helps me get my work done. And ever since I got my new uh, iPad and I got the Apple pencil with it, I have been doing that on there and that's great. The only problem I've had with it, it doesn't quite feel like writing on paper, which is a feeling I like. We have the solution to that problem. That's right. Paper-like. As I mentioned at the top of the show, it's a screen protector for your iPad. It uses a proprietary technology called NanoDots. With those NanoDots, you feel the natural resistance of paper on your iPad screen. It is a paper-like feeling on your iPad. So if you're drawing, if you're taking notes, if you're using your iPad like you would a notebook... Here's the way for it to really feel natural. And Chris, I know you love that. You you have an iPad, you got a paper like, and I'm sure it's it feels just right for you. It does. It feels great to use. Also, Matt, you know I'm very particular about paper. I have yes. specific brands of notebooks that I will and will not use, and paper like feels good on the iPad. Uh they also make accessories for the pencil to make the pencil a little more comfortable to hold. They make uh, accessories to help you clean the iPad as well. They've got it all. The ability to handwrite notes in a digital form is great to begin with, but getting that extra tactile feeling that makes me happy while I do it, (laughs) that gives me that little dopamine, that little serotonin burst that I like to have, is fantastic. The latest version of the Paperlike is manufactured in Switzerland using high-quality plastic foils designed for maximum picture clarity. You're not going to lose any of the definition of your iPad screen if you put a paper-like on there. And these foils are developed exclusively for paper-like products. It also always comes in a set of two, so you have a spare. Look, we know a lot of artists listen to this show. If you're an artist and you're looking for a way to make drawing on your iPad feel a little bit better... This is how you do it. So, to pick up your Paperlike, head over to paperlike.com slash Ajax, click Buy Paperlike, and select your iPad size. From now, right now, until the end of January, Paperlike is also including their Digital Pro Planner Bundle at no extra cost for every order placed through the Paperlike store. Plus, shipping is completely free. So if you're ready to do more with your iPad, head over to paperlike.com slash Ajax, to get started. Oh my god, it's coming! The thing is a well. This is Comics Catch Up. Where we read comics suggested by you the listeners of War Rocket Ajax, that we have missed. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Comics Catch-Up. This is the show, you heard me explain it, back in the credits. And in the past. 
when I said those words. But to say it again, this is the show where we catch up on comics that we didn't read when they came out. Because we can't read everything. We try to read as much as we can, but sometimes we miss stuff. And then you tell us, hey, you should have read that. And then we do. My name is Matt Wilson. Chris Sims is here. Trust me that he's here. Oh, I didn't know you were. I, I didn't know you were were gi- giving me a like a like a uh, like setting me teeing me up there, Matt. I didn't realize that. <laughs> well, so, pl- th- you heard him just now. Chris is here, and there's a lot of things that I don't realize when it comes to doing this show. And uh, I do want to say, I, I talked about this on the regular Ajax. I did not talk about it uh, because we haven't done a comics catch up since. There was not a problem. With the version of Black Hat I was reading, there was a problem with the version of me that was reading Black Hat. Uh, <laughs> I missed some episodes, or it, I, I missed some issues. That was my fault. And then I was like, "Why aren't these in the in the collection?" That's on that's on me. But this time, don't worry, everybody. I did read all four issues. I made sure. <laughs> We're actually reading eleven issues of Black Hat. <laughs> what? Huh? That's a bit. That's a bit. I read them all. I read the annual. I, I made sure I got them all. You read the annual? Yeah. That wasn't even part of the deal. I read the annual. I read the special. Nice. I read the, the the whole second series. Did you catch all. up on the issues from the first time where Black Cat went on a date with Batron? No. You should. You should read those. those the, are the past is past, Matt. <laughs> the past is prelude. That's true. Um, so we talked about how in the first series. So what we read this time was Black Cat 2020, issues 1 through 10. And then the special that completes the series, Black Cat Infinity Score. I think it's, I think it's Black Cat Infinity Score Giant. Or something like that? Giant Size Black Cat, the Infinity Score, is I believe what the name of that is. Yeah, and that actually finishes the story. Because we were not clear on whether Black Cat 2019, those 12 issues, constituted one story. Now that I have read Black Cat 2021 through 10 and Infinity Score, Giant Size Infinity Score Special... There are actually three stories in here, as I see it. But one story runs through Black Cat 2019 and Black Cat 2020. Black Cat 2019, 1 through 12, and then 2020 issues like 4 through 6, 4 through 7, is the Black Fox heist story. In its entirety. Which we do get the end of the Black Fox story, and I love the end of that story, and I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, that that story is is really solid. And I think like that's kind of what we should be ranking, because I feel like the rest of the run... I feel like we can rank all of this as one, but if, yes. this, if we're talking about a story, that's the story. That's the it's story. wild that that story is 17 issues long. Yeah, yeah. It's... It's like all 12 issues of Black Cat 2019, which is broken up into smaller sub-stories of the various heists in that series, Mm -hmm. but it is all 
part of the big Black Fox heist, which we find out exactly what the Black Fox wants to steal by the end of this. Right. But Black Hat 2021 through 3 is a different story. It's a King in Black tie-in. And Black Cat, like, 8, 9, 10, and Infinity Score special, that's a separate story, too. But I think just for the sake of... It's all of comparable quality. We'll just call this all one story. Yeah, and, we, will and, call it, we will call it Black Cat 2019 to 2020. Or just Jed McKay's Black Cat or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, so... We talked about the 2019 series. I don't have a ton to say about Black Cat 2021 through 3, the King in Black tie-in. I liked it. It's fine. Look, I love a good... I do not mean this disrespectfully. And if anyone is familiar with my comics reading history, you know I don't mean this disrespectfully. But I love it when a a second-tier book does an event tie-in where they get to do something fun. By which I mean, like, the uh, Suicide Squad and Justice League International and Animal Man tie-ins to Invasion in the 80s. Those are good stories. I like those. Look, I I think Jed McKay and C.F. Via. C.F. Via is doing the art on these first few issues. uh, Because Travel Foreman is long gone. Off these it was books. not Travis Charest. It was not Travis Charest. We learned that last time. They, I think, provide the best possible story they can, knowing that this has to be a King and Black tie-in. Because it is a heist story, ultimately, and I do appreciate that. Yeah, I think the idea of heisting Doctor Strange's body back from from Null, from the symbiotes. From a giant is, ball of symbiote goo. From a giant ball of symbiote goo, like you have. That's solid, man. That's a good that's a good bit. That's a good bit, a good idea. I I think that's fun. Like having to heist Doctor Strange back is a fun premise. I like the idea of Black Cat going and getting an anti-venom suit so that she can actually like get inside this big ball of symbiote goo and then putting Doctor Strange in a symbiote suit as well. Uh, I love that they drive the Spider-Mobile. Mm-hmm. I love that it ties back into when she stole from Doctor Strange's house <laughs> from the Sanctum Sanctorum. Uh, I like. I love that the dog, the ghost dog, bats is in this, and even like the twist of she gets like an Asgardian artifact from Bats the dog that could give her ultimate godlike power, and she denies that power because she doesn't want. To be like, she doesn't want revenge. It's, that's good. That's all good. She doesn't want revenge, and more that she's like, I would take the revenge, but not, but not the making people love me. 
Oh yeah, that's the, that's the big breaking point for her. You're right. One thing that she gets offered is like the love of anyone, and she's like, "That's a that's a step too far." Yeah, that that that's gross, actually. Yeah, which is good. Like that's her line, forcing yeah. someone to love her. Yeah, I I think that story, if it does anything, it reinforces what I think is kind of the brilliant high concept of this series. And what I imagine, if I had to guess, I'd say it is it was hard to write because it's everything's a heist. Everything's a heist always. Right. If you approach every story and you approach like all the big Marvel events being like, how can I turn this into a heist? That leads you to some pretty fun places, particularly because, like, I mean, you, you said it, Matt. Anti-Venom suits, the spider buggy, uh, a little piece of Yggdrasil. That's all Marvel Comics bullshit, my man. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. I actually forgot that issue four is kind of a single issue story on its own. That deals with Queen Cat, who we saw in the cliffhanger ending of the Black Cat 2019 series. Yeah, this seems like some Marvel Comics bullshit that even even I don't know about. I don't well, know about Roderick Kingsley putting together his team. Yeah, well, Queen Cat was Menace, who you remember from the uh, Brand New Day Spider-Man, like post-reboot, brand new day Spider-Man, right? Who is Menace? Um, it was it was this lady. <laughs> the the weird, the weird like bit in those books of like making new characters whose names were just like stuff to do with Spider-Man, like Menace or Jackpot. Jackpot. There was Jackpot. Jack, like you got it. Jackpot's the one, man. Well, Jackpot was. Yeah. Jackpot was the big fake out that everybody was supposed to think was Mary Jane. Yeah, because she looked exactly like Mary Jane, and then they were like, no, it's just some other lady who looks like Mary Jane. And much the same way, the whole idea was like, Menace is somebody. Like, Menace is somebody you know, and then actually, no, she's not. She's this new character um, who then loses her memory. Do you think that was all a long con? Because if I remember correctly, they were like, "Who's like who's who's Jackpot?" And then it was like, "Oh, Jackpot is nobody." And it was like, "Who's Menace?" It's like, "Oh, Menace is nobody." And then, like, there was a. I am I wrong in remembering that there was like a who's Anti Venom? And then, and so by that point, we were all like, "Oh, it's probably nobody." And then it was Eddie Brock. Yeah. And then it was Eddie Brock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and who's Venom? It's Flash Thompson, of course, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So this was Lily Hollister, who was Menace. And then once she joined Roderick Kingsley's group of goons, uh, soon after she lost her memory and she became Queen Cat. And now she has this obsession with Black Cat. Basically, she thinks that if she caught Black Cat, she would prove that she's a real hero. 
she proved herself as a superhero. So she's been obsessing over Black Cat and following her around. And we see her following Black Cat to every heist that we've seen in the series prior to this. So she's been there every time and just missed. Just like happened to miss where Felicia was. Or, that's, or didn't, that's always a bit that I appreciate. I like didn't that quite get her. By the way, the artist on this issue is a different artist. It's Nina Vacueva, uh, and uh, they do a very good job on this issue. It's a different art style, but I like it. I think it fits this issue very well. Finally, we find out that Queen Cat does get her hands on one of the paintings that black cat stole early on in the, in the series. Um, and she also gets her hands on black Fox at one point. And that's when we learned that black cat has chipped all of the stuff she has stolen. So she could track it, which is an important plot point that will come up numerous times. So that's how she's able to track down queen cat. And she gets the better of her. Felicia gets the better of her in a fight. And essentially, Black Cat, by the end of it, says, hey, we could be like superhero and supervillain if you want to be. That sounds fun. And so she leaves her a letter at the end that's like, okay, yeah, you can, you can chase me down and be like the superhero who chases me around if you want to be. I like how she takes down her little conspiracy wall and then like just leaves a like selfie of her having knocked out. Uh, Queen Cat, like that's a, that's a funny bit. Yeah, issue five starts the Gilded City, which does finish the Black Fox story, and I feel like this all comes together really well for the most part. Uh, Michael Dowling comes on as the artist for this story, and we get a little bit of history and backstory about Black Fox and Black Cat, their, their mentorship. And we also start in in the present with Black Fox and Black Cat doing what they've been aiming to do this whole time, which is to break into the New York Thieves Guild headquarters, into the catacombs, into their vaults, and rob them. But then Black Fox pulls a fast one. Yeah, I like the way it's set up, too, because he starts with like, Hey, there was something that I didn't tell you. Uh, and Vodka's like, uh, okay, well, we're kind of doing this now. And he's like, yeah, so it turns out what we're actually going to do, like the actual uh, vault that we're going to rob, is uh, is an interdimensional god space run by this god called the Gilded Saint, yeah. uh, who gets 10% of all the profit and is uh, a million years old. Vodka's like, I'm sorry? <laughs> yes, so we'll be, we find out that the Gilded Saint is who Odessa Drake made a deal with to restart the New York Thieves Guild. The which? The, the Thieves Guild. There we go, thank you. Yeah. And so the, the Gilded Saint is the demigod that enables the Thieves Guild, the New York Thieves Guild, to exist. And Black Fox has come to trade something to make his own deal with the Gilded Saint that will grant him and Felicia the immortality that he no longer has, because we also find out that he's dying. 
Right. And there's a lot of really, really good payoffs because it's like it's heist stuff, right? Like heist stories are all about setup and payoff. Yeah. Even the stuff that you you don't expect to pay off. Right? That's the that's the whole thing in your oceans films. And what we get here is this really great thing where it's like, oh, I'm dying, and I was so desperate to to not die that I even went back to Dracula, <laughs> and Dracula's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, don't think, I'm Dracula, don't think I don't remember. <laughs> don't think I don't remember that, that shit that, that you and me thought was all just, like, fun Ulysses Bloodstone versus Dracula Marvel Comics bullshit. Like, that that was plot-relevant, it turns out. So, Black Fox gives the Gilded Saint a treasure worth more than 10% of everything that Thieves' Guild steals. He gives the Gilded Saint, so the first thing they stole, the deed to Manhattan. Yeah, which, all this time we've had that question of, like, okay, well, why did they need that? And I love that this answers not just the why that they need that, it answers why did Doctor Strange have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to a friend of ours the other day, and I was talking about how like one of my favorite bits in all of Marvel Comics is, you know the, the Greek myth about the Hydra, Matt, the seven-headed, the, the Chapa's head off and the heads grow back, and Hercules fights it. Right, yeah. And how the Hydra... In mythology, the teeth, if you planted them in the ground like a like a, a, a an undead soldier, would rise up, basically. There's a bit in Kieran Gillen's Ares miniseries where Ares like has a bunch of dead Hydra agents, and he like pulls the teeth out of all their skulls and plants them in the ground, and they turn into this army of of undead soldiers. And somebody's like, wait a second, that doesn't make sense. That's a completely different thing. And the response is, no, no, no. It doesn't have to make sense. It's magic. It's truer than making sense. And so I love the idea that this deed to Manhattan, which is nothing, magically, it is the ownership of Manhattan. It is an artifact, which means metaphorically and therefore magically, it it does it. And yes. that's, that's brilliant, because none of that's stated but like, I really I I love shit like that. I love yeah. it. One thing I really love is that McKay never has Black Cat ask. Wait, so that means that the Gilded Saint owns Manhattan now? She just knows. She just knows that this has happened, and her immediate response is, "You lied to me. That wasn't the deal." We were supposed to steal from the guild, and Which guild? I, the Thieves Guild. Thank you, Matt. And I cannot allow this. And I love that reaction. Like Black Fox immediately looks younger and gets like healthier. Black Cat at one point tries to literally like claw his throat out, and he instantly heals because he's immortal now. And Black Cat is just like, I'm I'm gonna turn this back somehow. And Black Fox says, No, it's done. You can't change it. It's done. So Felicia emerges from the vault and tells her boys, 
what happened. And she goes running out into Manhattan, which is being pulled down by these like gold vines that are. Now, I hate. I hate to interrupt. She doesn't tell them what happened. She white fangs. Oh, that's right. That's yes. You're right. She also lies to Spider Man, who shows up. Yeah, where where Spider Man shows up and he's like, "Felicia, are you involved in this?" And she goes, "No." And he goes, "Okay," and leaves, which is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that is perfect, Spider Man. He's so just like instantly ready to believe her. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh man, it sucks how much he believes me. That makes me feel really bad." Okay, so she does tell uh, Boris Corpse. I always forget her other guy's name uh but she tells her boys what is happening she says manhattan's being pulled down into the vaults but they're like so we should help you right and she's like no i have to do this by myself so she goes and finds odessa she tells she tells odessa what's going on and odessa's like okay yeah we have to we have to fix this uh, also, uh, there's a great moment where they laugh together because this is just such a like ridiculous thief plot that Black Fox has pulled off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's pretty pretty funny, but essentially, Black Cat gets Odessa to send her back to the vaults, which, as far as she knows, you can enter but not leave. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a vault. Yeah. So she goes into the vault. It's just like a big, vast, never-ending domain uh, full of treasure. Yeah, and we see this bit of the story after the fact. Because she like goes and sits on a park bench at Coney Island with uh, the Black Fox. Which we, we learned earlier that Coney Island is where they would always meet. Yeah. Because it's it's where he likes to go for some reason. He's like, I just love the warriors. <laughs> I imagine him talking. And yeah, she tells him what happened, which is she went down into the vault, and he says straight up, "Well, how are you here then? You didn't go into the vault because if you were in the vault, you'd still be there." And she says, "Well, no, I got out because I went into the vault and I found the deed to Manhattan because I had it chipped." Like I chip everything so I could track it. So she finds the deed to New York. The gilded saint appears before her uh, and says, why are you here? Have you come to join my collection? And instead she goes, no, I came to make a deal. And the gilded saint says, you can't break my deal with black Fox. It's, it's binding. And she goes, look, I know uh, Black Fox is going to fuck you over. That he's going to negate your deal. Yeah, and, and all, I, all I'm saying is, I'm giving you this warning. I don't want to be, I, I don't want to be immortal anymore. I'm giving you this warning so that when he does this, you know that I was right and that, that you can take me out of the deal. And and, and in exchange for giving you this information, you let me out of the vault. Yeah. If I'm wrong, you can bring me back anytime. Yeah. If I'm wrong, come get me. Yeah. Then she destroys the deed to Manhattan. 
Yeah, she pl- she plants a bomb on it so a that after tiny- she leaves, it's destroyed. <laughs> little tiny baby bomb. Little tiny baby bomb. <laughs> it's a little bomb. And obviously, the Gilded Saint takes this to be a double cross from Black Fox. Yeah, because that like, idea has been planted. Yeah. And so he he the Gilded Saint takes away both of their immortality, and he comes and takes Black Fox away. And there's this great moment as the Gilded Saint is taking Black Fox away, where she's just like, where Black Fox is just like, "Good job, <laughs> I'm actually proud of you. You got me. I've got yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah." And he's like, "He's like, I love you, Felicia." And she's like, "I love you too." <laughs> Yeah. And it's like really it's really sad. Like it is and, genuinely it has that like genuinely like it's it's that perfect Marvel Pyrrhic victory, right? Yeah. It's where you, it's, ha- you can't you have to lose something. You win, but you you win on behalf of everybody else, but you lose something really personal to you. Yeah. It's the classic <laughs> Spider-Man Pyrrhic victory, like you said. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I wonder if there's anybody she can talk to about that. <laughs> they wouldn't know what that's like. Yeah, like, and then in her grief, she goes and finds Odessa, and she and Odessa uh, spend the night together. Yeah. Moving on to uh, issue eight, uh, CF Via is back uh, drawing this story. And uh, the heist that is occurring in this issue, like this whole issue is just like essentially one big action sequence where Felicia steals uh, like a big shipping crate from Nick Fury. And there's like some fun, like back and forth fighting stuff between uh, Felicia and Nick Fury and what we come to find out is inside that crate is a person. Well, kind of a person. <laughs> uh, uh, That's very rude, man. Well, she's like she's like an alien, right? She's like not human. She's well, she she's a human who now is also an Infinity Stone. Yes, she she Due is to the, the events host. of some stuff I did not read. She is the host of an Infinity Stone. She is the Reality Stone. Correct. And um, we come to find out that she's also a supervillain, and also like that she kind of sucks. Star is her name, Ripley Ryan, and she is very power hungry. But Felicia wants to use her uh, in in a bigger plot that's going to involve some other. Infinity Stone hosts, because apparently all the Infinity Stones are people now. All the Infinity Stones are apparently in people. That I think that happened after December 2018, which was the last time I wrote for Marvel Comics. Because <laughs> uh, that, that was not the case in Sleepwalker. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but all the Infinity Stones are now in people who have, like, you know, like uh, Star has reality-altering powers. Uh which are basically represented in this book by uh, big pink fists, which is fun. I always like that. Uh, and there's a guy with time powers who can stop and like temporarily unwind that's, time. That's overtime. Overtime, boy! What a what a t- late 2010s, early 2020s Marvel Comics name. 
<laughs> I wonder if Overtime and Overdrive ever hang out. That'd be a good team. That would be a good team. The Mad Lads. Uh, <laughs> Overdrive yes. should fight Ghost Rider, by the way. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, he's the all rider. So, Overtime has got to be the time stone, right? Overtime is the time stone, and then the space stone is Quantum. Quantum, yeah. That's that's the space stone? Yeah, who's a real piece of shit. Their, their colors don't match up to the stones. Do they not? Because her... Because the colors... The colors in the comics didn't change. The colors in the movies changed. Yes, I guess the I guess the colors of the stones have changed over time. Because the 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 time zone is green. Did they change them to the 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 movie colors? Is that what happened? I guess because the time stone originally used to be orange, but I guess the time stone is green in the movies because that's in the Eye of Agamotto. It's green. Yeah, the time stone was orange, and the Mind Stone. You know what gem? The fucking ge- they're the Infinity Gems. They are. They're not stones, they're gems. Not stones, they're gems. But yeah, uh, now, uh, I guess, uh, I literally found uh, a Reddit post called Marvel's officially changed the colors of the Infinity Stones to match the MCU. So space is blue, time is green, reality is red. That's why she has the big pink fists. Okay. Well, there we go. Those those aren't the colors I remembered them being, but they've, they've changed them. We also at one point see... Uh, star eavesdropping on uh, Black Cat and her boys to try to find out what they really want and what they're going to say about her. And clearly Black Cat knows because she's playing her this whole time. See, I thought that, but then later on she's like, there's a bit where, where star is like, Oh, what's, what are, where are all the other guys? And Black Cat's like, ah, shit, she knows exactly what we're doing. And so I thought maybe, I reading that scene, I was like, this is part of the con. But then after it, I wasn't sure. Well, I, I, it's hard to say. The con does get pulled off, though, because here's the big lie. The big lie is that Black Cat tells, tells Star that she's been hired by Doctor Doom. She doesn't say Doctor Doom by name. But she makes it pretty clear that Dr. Doom has hired her to get all these manifestations of the Infinity Stones together to uh, heal Monica Rappuccini's cancer. Because he needs, supposedly Dr. Doom needs Monica Rappuccini to do something. Yeah, boy, you know I love some Monica Rappuccini. Well, unfortunately, Monica Rappuccini does not, in fact, appear. Yeah, I know, but I was like, it got me excited. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, Monica Rappuccini. So I love Monica Rappuccini. I love Monica Rappuccini. I love Monica Rappuccini's daughter, the Scorpion. Uh huh. <laughs> the good Scorpion, not the bad Scorpion. So Felicia and her team round up the rest of the the crew, uh, Overtime and Quantum, and get them on board to pull off this heist. Yeah, because if you have to, uh, their powers are very limited while they are far apart. Like, Star has reality powers, but what we see her doing with her reality powers are like, you know, making it so that she can hear 
like overhear this conversation that Black Hat's having and then like having big pink fists uh, shoot out of her hands like Green Lantern. You know, uh, Quantum can teleport a little bit. So they're very limited. But then when they get together, like the closer in proximity that they are to each other, the more powerful they are. Because Stara's like, okay, I can take away Monica Rabaccini's cancer, uh, but it's just going to come back. Like I can, I can remove it now, but the reality is she has cancer. So that's, you know, that's all there is to it. I can't change reality on that level. And Black Hat's like, don't you worry about that. I can, I can make you more powerful. Yeah. So that's why she, she rounds up the other guys. Issue 10 has some complications uh, where Nighthawk shows up and uh, tries to, essentially say hey what if you helped me get the heroes reborn universe back yeah because the heroes reborn universe uh i didn't god i need to go back and read that stuff because the the stuff that we read of it was so fun like uh like the hyperion stuff with jimmy with, with his jimmy olsen was it jimmy olsen peter parker or am i thinking of the century <laughs> I don't remember. Nighthawk is Batman. So in the Heroes Reborn world, he was obviously romantically involved with Black Cat, who is a woman cat. Yes. And and he's like, hey, let's get the Heroes Reborn universe back. It was great. we, We were better there. And Black Cat says, actually, no, I don't want to do that because you said that my parents were dead and my mom is still alive, which you think is just her saying that, but it turns out to be a very important part of the plot of this story. Then Nick Fury shows up and starts shooting black cat with rubber bullets. And, uh, she does manage to get away. She also goes and sees, uh, Odessa and they have like a bit of an argument. Like, she tries to get the guild to help her with this plan that she has. Right. And Odessa because, says, I cannot break the rules like this for you. Because following up on, on the previous story, all of the like inner circle of the thieves guild are immortal because of their contract with the gilded saint. And so she's like, awesome. Make my mom part of the inner circle. And then she'll be, uh, then she'll be immortal. And Odessa's like, I should have had you killed. <laughs> Your mom's not even a thief. I can't make her one of the top five thieves of New York City. Yeah, because here's the twist. Here's what we find out. It's not Monica Rappuccini that has cancer. It's Black Cat's mom. And she's tricked all these human infinity stones into believing they're curing Monica Rappuccini of cancer when in fact they're going into a hospital and this all takes place in the giant size black cat infinity score one shot. They're going into a hospital with some very cool sequences of like uh, cutaways of the various floors of the hospital with infinity gems doing stuff in them to heal black cats, mom, which they do end up doing like, she gets the infinity stones, the personified infinity stones into this hospital. 
she says, that's where Monica is. Heal that woman. And then it turns out to be her mom. To have been her mom the whole time. Then everything pops off. Where the Infinity Stones are mad that they got duped. So they're trying to kill Black Cat. Nick Fury is there. He's trying to stop whatever Black Cat is doing. And also Nighthawk is there <laughs> to be like, hey, I thought you were going to help me and you're not. So it, it turns into a real cluster cuss of a situation. Uh, and it's very fun. Like Black Cat ends up turning Nighthawk on the Infinity Stones, specifically Star, and lets them <laughs> kind of go off fighting each other. And then finally, Nick Fury arrests Felicia, knowing full well what Felicia was doing the whole time. Because Fury's like, yeah, I didn't arrest you until after you cured your mom. I knew what you were doing. Yeah. Which is a, which is a nice, it's a really nice bit. Yeah. Uh, finally, we get a bit like Felicia in prison in the raft, uh, her mom visiting, explaining how she gets what she wants and she wanted her mom alive. So whether her mom would rather be dead than see her in prison didn't matter to her. She was going to make sure that her mom lived. And, uh, and now she's, she's in prison. Uh, but she's got some good attorneys. And that's the end of the, of the story. Which I believe is literally the way Ocean's Eleven ends. <laughs> Chris, this is a very fun book. It's good. It's, it's, I cannot imagine a Black Cat comic that would be better than this. I agree. It's a blast from issue one of 2019 to the Infinity Score special, which I th- Again, think came out in 2021. I cannot believe that that what is basically the one story is 17 issues. I only think it's one other story that is 17 parts long, and that is The Prisoner. It might be 15. Let me see. It ends in number seven. It ends, but it doesn't go all the way through. It doesn't start until number five. So I think it's 15. I think it's 15 issues long. Still, that's a a lot. Again, I said this last time. I admire the audacity of in 2019 being like, I have a 15 to 20 issue black cat story to tell and then doing it. Good on you. I did get to number 10 and then texted you. LOL. How is this still not the end of the story? <laughs> I mean, but by number 10, it's a different story. Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just the like, infinity yeah. score story is a totally different story. Yes. I just, I, I, I laugh, but I feel, I feel for him, you know, because this, like this book ended in the middle of a story twice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, that's why, I mean, good, good that, uh, the book got to come back, you know, get relaunched with that new number one, uh, which, uh, which Marvel likes to do when they can. 
to get, get relaunched eyes on it. It got relaunched with the new number one because the 2019 series ended due to COVID. And then okay, that makes sense because yeah. it did it hit right at the uh the the we're not going to make comics for three months. Time? I believe so. Yeah. Um. There, like like we said last time, there was a planned issue thirteen that got canceled because of COVID. So that's just, you know, an unfortunate turn of events. It got relaunched with that new number one, and then they were lucky to be able to get that giant size special to finish out the whole story. Uh so so good on good on Jed McKay and crew for being able to to finish that up. Let's rank this, Chris. I think we're going to call it all one story. Yeah. Even though there are some, some, there are some distinct stories in here. I think it only makes sense to call it all one thing. Uh, We do not usually do this on uh, every story ever. Uh, But I, I, the list is so long now. We, we are looking at uh, 1,305 comics currently. Yeah. yeah. That we pretty much have to start looking at the 100s. I mean, we do this occasionally on on every story ever, where we yeah. go through the 100s. Number 100 currently, New Gods num- number one, Orion Fights for Earth by Jack Kirby and Jack Kirby. It's not as good as that. It's not as good as that. No number shame. 200, number 200, I would say, is comparable. Dirty Pair Run from the Future. By Adam Warren and Adam Warren. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. Here's the problem. Uh, 300, Flash number 91, Wally West says the Johnny Quick formula. That's a really good one. And I was like, well, maybe. And then I looked at 400 and 400 is Captain America 350 by Mark Grimwald and Kieran Dwyer. And it's not that good either. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. Like, I'm sorry. Captain America seeing red. Captain America 332 to 350. It's, it doesn't really get better than that, in a, except for this 399 comics above it. But I think the 400 range is probably right. Yes, because at 500, uh, we have uh, G.I. Joe, the Cobra Civil War, which is good. But I think this all, all in all is, is more enjoyable. Is this better than... I'm just going to start with 401, because I think this is going to go closer to 400 than 500. Okay. 401 is One Punch Man, the Deep Key Seeking Saga. I, I think we're in the right neighborhood, but like that comic does rule pretty hard. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, the Pirate Queen of Ping Hai Bay from Immortal Iron Fist is at 402. That rules as well. Yes. New Superman 1 through 6. I think this is on par. With that. It is. We, we just had a conversation about how good this book is, but yeah, I think this is. I don't. I don't know if Black Cat does what that book does in that it like here's here's new characters. Yeah, I would agree. You know, is it better than Chilling Adventures of Sabrina one through five, which I think in many ways is like the best Sabrina comic you could do. That is of that tone. Okay, I'm glad you said that because the insult yeah. to Tanya Del Rio <laughs> was unbelievable. In my and this mind. is this is the black, best Black Cat comic you could do. Yeah, um, 
I'm willing to put this above Chilling Adventures of Sabrina 1 through 5. Below that is Action Comics The Boy Who Stole Superman's Cape from Action Comics number 0 to 12. That's pretty good. But I think this is, you could argue this is better. TMNT Villains Microseries Bebop and Rock City like, almost made me cry a little bit. But this is, like, it's weirdly very similar in tone to this. Yeah. I think you're right. I think not, I, I think just below New Superman Made in China by Jin Yang and Victor Bogdanovich, and just above Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which I don't have written down, but I believe it's Roberto Aguirre Sacasa and Francesco Francavilla. All right. So, Black Cat, I'm just putting Black Cat parentheses Jed McKay. I'll, I'll put Jed McKay 2019. And 2020, just in case there's another volume of Jed McKay Black Hat sometime in the future. Art by Travis Charest. <laughs> now I'm imagining what the Travis Charest version of the book would look like. Uh, so it enters the list at new number 404, which, if you don't know the size of our list, might sound like it's pretty low. There are 1,306 comics on this list. 404 is in well inside the top third of a very top-heavy list. That is a good spot. Yeah, like, again, we we say this, it didn't get bad to, like, 900 at this point. Yeah, and you know how much of a sucker I am for heist stories. I love them. Yeah, number 900 is Fastlane, which is not good, but is a comic that you and I have quite a bit of affection for. We do love it. Yeah. Yes. Number 1,000 is currently Green Lantern, Green Arrow. Yeah. The, the, Fastlane is the only comic we have done a radio play version of on the show. Yeah. I wouldn't even say, like, like Green Lantern, Green Arrow is not bad in the way that a lot of comics are bad. It's just, like, not a thing that I think and you you don't think has aged great. It's... It's not for us. It's it's not a comic of our generation. Got Green Lantern in it is the big it, problem for me. The, the, the number one thing about this list, I think you could look at it for five minutes. You could look at it not very long and know our ages. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you probably could. Like knew the the time like the prime time of us like being impressionable reading comics. Uh, oh, th- these dudes devoted multiple episodes to Maximum Carnage <laughs> to the debate. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, uh, but it, anyway, Black it Cat doesn't get bad to like twelve hundred. Honestly, I mean, and, and there's a lot of good ass comics in here. I I don't know. Jed McKay's age, but if I had to guess, based on the stuff that is referenced in those comics, it, if if not somewhere around our age, certainly somewhere around our tastes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, if uh, if you would like to suggest something for us to catch up on next month, uh, hit us up on the many places you can get in touch with us by email at. WarRocketPodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at WarRocketPod on Tumblr at WarRocketPodcast.tumblr.com on our Discord, which you have to be invited to be a part of, so get in touch with us if you want to be on our Discord. 
all those places are places you can make suggestions for comics for us to catch up on in the future. We will probably most likely be doing a poll for what to catch up on in April. So uh, let us know what you want us to do. Also, you can get in touch with us to sponsor the show or just drop us a line in any of those places. I just said war rocket wiki is the fan repository of all information about the show you could ever want. You can also support the show. This monthly or weekly show, every story ever, movie fighter snack situation, all that stuff is supported on Patreon by our patrons, patreon.com slash warrocketajax. If you want to find me and my stuff, I'm at mattdwilson.net. Chris, where can people find you? Everybody can find all of my stuff by going to the-isb.com. That is my website, and it has links to all the things that I do around the internet. See you next month, everybody. For more yeah. comics we didn't read the first but we, time. But we will. You might not want us to, though. But we will. Be warned. Be warned. We don't like Excalibur. Uh, what is it What is it that it says on the, the warning before a WWE pay-per-view? It's like, be... Uh, I, I for, The word forewarned be is forewarned, used. yeah. I thought you were saying uh, that we, we should sign off with don't try this at home, at school, or anywhere. <laughs> that too. We are trained professional. Uh, yeah, unauthorized viewers, beware and be forewarned. Yeah. Sitting at home drinking a beer saying, oh, they know how to read comics. Well, how do you learn how to read comics and rank them on a list? Bye, everybody. Good catching up. Good catching up. Good catching up.